So the reading is taken from Luke, Luke 2, 1 to 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch of their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and laying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was laying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Good morning, everybody, and happy Christmas. There are signs everywhere at the moment, aren't there? And us adults had to follow this sign in particular recently. Um, and then there's this sign. Can you move it on for me, Sue? doesn't seem to be... Uh, it says on. It says on. There we go. Can you see that's the sign to the head teacher's office? I used to follow that sign regularly when I was a kid. It was a nightmare. I hate that sign. And um, there are lots of other signs around. Can anyone else tell me what signs they see? What signs do you see? Do you see? We see a sign to the... A road sign that tells us to stop and to go and to turn left and turn right. And there's toilet signs and there's no dogs allowed signs and there's chocolate here signs, all kinds of signs. And uh, this time of the year, there's lots of signs in our shops that something exciting is happening. Technology is not happening this morning. What, what have I done? There we go. Can you see those? Lots of signs in the shops. Can you see those? I think the shops are telling us that Christmas is happening. And then in church, we have our own sign, which tells us what's happening. There's the sign for our nativity play. And then we have 
the next ones, which they've got their candles the wrong way around on there, haven't they? They're supposed to be red. And then we have the Advent calendar, all telling us that something is going to happen. Signs help us to know what's happening and encourage us to get involved. We can't really miss them, can we? Now, every year, Tim tells us that there's no donkey in the Christmas story. And we all go, yeah, yeah, you told us that last year. And this, mor this morning, I'm going to let you into another little secret. There's no sheep. There's no donkey. I'm not going to throw this because it might break. There's no camels. What's that? They're sheep. Cam oh, that one is a cow. No sweet-breathed cows in the story. So we've got to get rid of all those. And we've put them in because we like nice pastoral pictures on our Christmas cards, don't we? There we go, some of them. Yeah. Oh, no, go back, go back one. But the one thing that there is in the story is the manger. Now, this one's a bit tiny, so you probably can't see it from down there. But the manger is in the story. So it's all right. The Christmas story is true. We just need to focus on the bits that are real and that mean something. Now, in our reading, in verse 7, Who's, they've all put their Bibles away. You don't get a morning off just because it's Christmas. Nadia has hers open. Open your Bibles, please. They're going to need some help. It was on page... What page was it, Charlie? 1027. Luke 2. I haven't opened mine yet. That's not a good sign, is it? Luke 2, starting at verse 1. 1027. In verse 7 of our reading... Mary took the baby and wrapped him in cloths and she placed him in the manger. And doing so, she was doing a lot more than just putting the baby in the manger. There we go. There's the... Let's see what she was doing. You see, the angel appeared to the shepherds and said to them, uh, in verse 10, who can find verse 10 and tell me what the angel said? I hear a voice, but I can't see whose lips are moving. Nadia, do not be afraid. And then goes on to tell the shepherds been born. And then the angel says something more to the shepherds. In verse 12, the angel says, This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. The manger is real in our story. And in verse 12, it becomes part of the sign to the shepherds. And then in verse 16, who's got verse 16 for me? What's it say? So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. The sign worked. Our shepherds found what they were looking for. And Mary, placing the baby in the manger, completed that sign. Now, if the angels had just said, a baby born in Bethlehem, there could have been mass confusion, couldn't there? Can you imagine it? The shepherds would have had to go, is he your baby? Is he your baby? Is he you? Your baby? Your bit, 
could have been in Bethlehem for weeks, knocking on all the doors, trying to find out which one it was. But the angel knew what he was talking about. The angel gave the shepherds the news and their instructions. Go and find him lying in a manger. And the shepherds listened and listened well and followed the instructions. They looked and found the baby, and the baby was the sign in the manger. And the shepherds were told who the baby was as well. The shepherds were told, a saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And then, Matthew, do you know what happened next? The shepherds followed the instructions. They found Mary and Joseph with the baby and they worshipped him. Up to this point, Mary and Joseph were the only ones carrying the secret of who Jesus was. But the shepherds turned up looking for the Saviour. And in that moment, Mary and Joseph had confirmation of what they already knew but couldn't speak about. They were given a sign and instructions which they followed and in doing so, confirmed to Mary and Joseph what God had already spoken to them. And the shepherds found for themselves the Christ and they became the first worshippers. And then what do they do? I'm not going to ask you this time, Matthew. Verse 17 and 18 tells us, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Following the instructions and finding the confirmation signs of the baby in the manger, they became the first witnesses to Christ and the first to tell the world what had happened. In our Bible reading, we have lowly, insignificant shepherds. We don't even know their names, but they became the first witnesses. And how did they do this? They listened. They followed. And when they did this, they found the sign to be right, and then they worshipped, and then they witnessed. And we can be like shepherds today. We listen. We hear the Bible being read to us, and we read it ourselves. We hear talks, and we pray. And through that, we hear God speaking to us. We follow. Guided by the Holy Spirit, we find out for ourselves that we believe what we have heard and seen. Because that night, the shepherds were told something unbelievable. It was almost unbelievable. And they followed the instructions to go to Bethlehem and find out. And we also go on unbelievable journeys to find out the truth. And when we do find the truth, we worship just like the shepherds did. We bow down and worship. We raise our hands in worship, and our lives are changed as we worship. We find ourselves loving this baby. And as we love this baby, our lives are changed, and we worship him. And then when we witness, last Saturday, our team here put on an amazing comedy, comedy nativity. And it was a, an opportunity to witness to our community as we told them the nativity story. And as we served them food, we were saying to them, God loves you. 
And then the hampers that we've put together, we gave them out to different people in the community. And as we gave, handed over the baskets, we said, Beloved, follow the sign. Come and find the baby. That's our godly witness. And we have so many opportunities here to witness and worship. So let us all shepherds today. Let us all listen to the word of God. Let us follow God's signs. Let us worship Jesus and witness to our community, to our family and friends about him, as the shepherds did all those years ago in Bethlehem.